Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got Double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. And this is Par Play Brewing. All hell broke loose in the NFL this week. What's up? It's probably about week 10, but real quick, we're talking about week 9. All hell broke loose last week in the NFL. Kind of like we were living in the fucking twilight zone, no? I should have looked at the numbers, but I would love to know how many favorites actually covered. Not many. No, it was a brutal week for, I don't want to say the book. I no, it was say a brutal for, week for the, for the public. It was, it was a brutal week for the odds makers. They did a horrible job of predicting the spreads all together. And then in turn, it ended up being very bad for the public. But, yeah, no, it was bad. It was really bad. I mean, I mean you got the Saints getting upset. You got, you have a list or no? The list of stuff? From the, yeah, no, 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 I don't, I don't have it yeah. yet. But so. you got, just off the top of the head, you got the Bills lose to Jacksonville. Chiefs don't cover. And, and don't score a touchdown. Yeah. And not tonight, they only lost by what, like six points or whatever it wound up being? It was 9-6. 9-6? Nine, six. Nine, yeah. six. In yeah. the worst game they of the year. They lost by 9-6, but the... And it looked ugly. They missed three field goals, the Jaguars. Yeah, no, So it could have been way worse. Now, I think two of them were the same attempt, so it's not six points, it's three. Yeah. But whatever, they missed three extra field goals that they had a chance. It could have been, you know, way more than a possession by the end. Yeah. No, it was a tough week. It was It was really, uh, I don't know. It, it made me feel like, okay, the Cowboys totally dudded it out. Cowboys were a dud. This is where you find and, value. Um, yeah, Cowboys were the big dud of the week. This I'm is where you find that. value moving forward for those playoff odds, for those like Super Bowl odds, for those MVP odds. Matt Stafford didn't play well last night. I'm sure he lost odds. I'm sure he did. Yeah. yeah. Like so, all those things. Rough. Yeah, that's where well, you. It's it's crazy how fast the, the league can change, right? Because two weeks ago, the Bengals were the number one seed in the AFC. And today, as it is, they're the tenth seed on the outside looking in. Yeah, I think the I think it's the Browns to lose, which is crazy to say. I'm not even talking the division. I mean, tenth overall. Well, no, I know. I'm saying, but I don't think the I don't think the Bengals are going to go ahead and win this division. I think I think they lost that momentum, and now they're just trying to figure out how to regroup. But I think we're going to find out this week. Obviously, we don't know the odds, but when we guess the lines, I think we're going to find out. Did the, are the odds makers panicking at all? Now they're probably not. So a lot of those spreads. At least the way I did them tonight, right? Uh, like the Cowboys. Yeah, well, uh, I went down a little bit, but I didn't overreact. Like you, because you, they're not going to overreact. At least in my opinion, you know what I mean. What do you, what do you think, Brian, about this week? I think I think Hawks intro was perfect. It was a very weird week. Um, I know you're not saying definitely not to overreact in like a betting sense, but in like a like an NFL football term sense. If there's any week to start, you know, maybe taking note of some random overreactions. I think maybe this might be the week. Like. Are the Browns this much better without Odell? This is how it's going to look every week. You know? Uh, yeah. well, it, so, Tance, I know he has some, some next-gen right, numbers on it. Right. But real quick, just simple passing offense. Since this marriage began, Browns passing offense without Odell. I'm sorry, with Odell, rather. Mm-hmm. About their total NFL passing offense with Odell, 20th out of 32. Without Odell? Now, this isn't just this year. The whole marriage. Ten-year-old. Take a guess. 20th with, with him. I'm going to say 12th. Close. I was going to say 14th. 8th. 8th. Okay. Eighth and out of 32. And this is a team that's known for what? To run the ball. Run the ball. Right. So, you I'm know. I'm telling you, it it, it it does something to you. You know, I here, I have it over here. 
compiling Odell stats, right? So just to ran some numbers very quickly on the wins and losses when he was on the Giants when he played and when he didn't play, active games and on you know not active, and then the same thing with the Browns. So without Odell, the Giants are six and fifteen. With without Odell, the Browns are seven and four. With Odell, the Giants are twenty five and thirty four. And with Odell, the Browns are 14 and 15. What that equates to is totally in his entire career, games that he's been on an active roster but hasn't played, the teams combined are 13 and 19. With him, in his entire career, the teams are 39 and 49. That doesn't feel that different. No, and like you said, it's it's worth it's percentage points difference. And you, you can equate it to whatever it is, but like now you're getting into advanced met- metrics we're not going to get into but cuz we don't know that but what does what do those percentage points mean in regards to salary like to a gm is he worth 7 million a year at the, at this rate yeah he produces yeah he catches the ball yeah he gets open we saw it his dad wrote a video his dad sent out the video i watched the video he gets open that's not that's not the problem the issue is he isolates himself in the locker room he's not a team leader he doesn't do this. He doesn't do the right thing. He doesn't show up first and stay at last. You know, like there's all these different things that go into it. Well, and like talking about, I was just going to say there are other things that's not a complete indictment on Odell. The no. numbers, it's not a complete indictment, but it's just, you know, it feels when you watch the game, like the, their teams are better off when Odell's not on the field. But I, other things go into it. The quarterback goes into it. Eli goes into it. You know, I'm Meaning Eli yeah. back when he was playing. There were points, to, especially towards the end. Eli couldn't get him the ball if he was open 17 yards down. I 100% agree. Schem- schematics, the way the offense is run. The Browns are not trying to take 17 shots to Odell per game. If everybody had the opportunity to go play for the best quarterback of their generation, I'm sure they would, but that's not how it works. There are players that have made careers, and I was thinking about this before. There are players, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs that have, ma- have made careers off of the scheme off of who they were getting thrown, you know, who threw them the ball, right? Ma- made careers. Just like there are probably uber t- uberly talented players who didn't have that career that they that that everyone thought they would have because they couldn't get the ball to them. Perfect example, in my opinion, Allen Robinson. Yeah. Megatron. 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 Even yeah. though Megatron's still probably going to wind up in the Hall of Fame, Allen Robinson to me is like, I don't think anybody can knock his talent, his ability. But he was just he hasn't been fortunate enough to be on a team where he he's the focal point. He's the, someone can get him the ball consistently, and that's just the way it is. So you can't just be like, well, he had Eli, he had Daniel Jones, he had Baker Mayfield. But if he had Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees and this and that, yeah, you know, if I played sixteen games for Drew Brees, I might catch a screen pass, dude. Like you know, that's the way it works. Like you know what I mean? So that's how I feel. I mean, like I think he's incredibly talented. And from a talent aspect, I would say probably top 10 still, right? I would say. But from, uh, is it worth it? Like, from the, from the aspect of everything else in, in the NFL, I'm like, <sighs> Another part of it with the Brown saga, at least to me, is torn ACL, and then he had the foot thing, yeah. or, right? Whatever it was. Point being, with a young quarterback, Baker Mayfield, you say what you want, he's not that good, he is that good, whatever. He's, he's not... Really bad or really great. He's somewhere in the middle. Okay. But it doesn't help you developing a, a rapport with a young quarterback who just came into the league 
when half of the time he's been there, you haven't been available. Forget about the off the field stuff. Forget about practice. Forget about his dad in the video. When you've missed 40 to 50% of your games with the team and with that quarterback, but Donovan Peoples-Jones has been there for every snap that he's been on the team. Jarvis mm-hmm. Landry has been there for most of the time he's been with the team. I'm not a mind reader, and I know that Matt Stafford is way better than Baker Mayfield, so I'm not even making the comparison. But what I've heard last night was that Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford get up every morning at 6 a.m. together. They meet at the facility. They have breakfast together. Then they watch film, just them two, for a few hours. Then they hit the practice field every single morning. They built the rapport in, in I don't know, a couple months, you know, six months, as, as to what Odell and Baker couldn't do in three years. Now, I know he was hurt. I get that. Doesn't stop him from watching film. Doesn't stop him from eating breakfast, playing cards, any of that. But he's just not that guy. And if, and in my opinion, just my opinion, if I was the quarterback of a team and I didn't feel comfortable, if someone didn't, my my number one wide receiver, supposed to be, didn't make me feel comfortable, and I felt like, oh my god, I got to get this guy the ball. If I don't get this guy the ball, then blah blah blah. And I'm in my own head about trying to get this guy's stats padded and not worried about just winning the ball game and getting, you know, finding the open guy. Like that's. That's bad. I, I, so, I mean, no. you know, but that's that's the whole, that's my whole Odell thing. That's my whole, that's my gripe. Yeah, I've said my piece on Odell, Brian. You got anything, anything else, else before? Had? I'm good before. All right, so my, I got one more point. Um, little MVP talk. Okay. Right, I know we're only halfway through the year, but I'm good for it. This is something that I thought about as we were watching the games, and I thought about even more this morning, doing my routine, you know, thinking about the show. You remember the 2011 season, 2011, 2012 season? I could not tell you who the end. Brian's giving me a face. You'll see where I'm going with this. I couldn't tell you who won the MVP that year. I mean, if Jack, if you could get on that on your phone or something, I couldn't tell you. But we, from from since basically the end of that year, you and me have had this conversation. You and me have had this conversation. You could make a very solid argument that Peyton Manning should have won MVP that year having not played a single snap because he missed that whole year that they didn't add anybody. They didn't lose anybody. Peyton just gets hurt. They go from being the two seed in the AFC to one in 15, right? Yeah. Arizona, Colt McCoy, 21 for 24, something like that. Lights it up. good. They beat ass. Does that trend down for Kyler Murray's MVP conversation? And in the same, in the same boat, Green Bay, we said they would have beat the fucking brakes off of Kansas City had Rodgers played in that game. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love played, but couldn't move the ball on third down. So to me, I mean, if it was me, if I had a vote, needle down from Kyler, needle up for A-Rodge. That's it. Speaking of A-Rodge, 2011 MVP, A-Rodge. A-Rodge. Oh, All right, there you go. So here's the thing. It's well, it's weird. It's a really weird way to think about it. I mean, if you're on the – I don't think the odds are affected, but I think if you're – a, a betting guy, a betting man, and you're going to put money on it, I think it's a very good way to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Kyler, well, they could do it without him. I don't even necessarily mean that. I mean, if you had a vote, if you had a vote, does that matter to you, what you saw out of Colt McCoy? Mm-hmm. I think it does. Why you, not? You think it does? Yeah. I think it I think he does. I think it, if, Why Col- not? if Colt McCoy can come in and go... Even though, to be fair, I feel, like we, I feel like everyone kind of knew that if, if Aaron Rodgers fell out of the picture... With Green Bay, let's just say, even if it wasn't a COVID thing, if he got hurt or something like that, that's what the team was going to look like regardless. No? Yeah, I mean, 
here, let, let, let's do it this way, right? So if if it came down to Dak Prescott versus Aaron Rodgers for the MVP this year, just say, would you say, well, Rodgers didn't play a game and they lost and they really could have used him over, well, Dak should have beat Denver and he threw up a, he threw up a, a dud. You can use the same logic here with Cooper Rush last week on Sunday Night Football. No, yeah. I, I agree. Ago. I agree. But I'm saying, so what hurts more? That Dak no-showed against a team they should have beat? Or that Rodgers, I guess with Rodgers, they would have dominated? You know what I'm saying? So it's like the same exact thing. Like I look at, so at the at the end of the day, when you look at this MVP race, I feel like you're going to look back on it and be like, well, let's see. Dak didn't perform against a team they should have, you know, they should have beat. And against a team that you know, was top five defense, he crushed. Okay, so you get plus, you get a down. It, it's like March Madness, you know what I mean? Exact thing. Strength of schedule. Who you beat, who you didn't beat. What's your good wins? What's your bad losses? Like, it's the same I, thing. I feel like very similarly to the Heisman deal, it's more about moments. Because anybody in the in the top five of both the Heisman or the NFL MVP has the body of work, has the stats, has the record. It's about moments. MVP making moments. Heisman making moments, right? So I would argue, I've always kind of felt this way, the MVP race doesn't start until like week 12. Hmm. Week 12 to week 17 yeah. is where you're going to find well, out. I'll tell you what. You're getting your playoffs together. You kind of see who's gaining momentum, what's what it's going to look like. You could have that, say, say Arizona continues to do well. Well, the Rams got them twice already, so it's a bad yeah. argument. So, what, about, that, what about the Raiders? What about them? Like if they well, kept, I'm trying to make the example for you. Like... Like Derek Carr. Like if the Raiders kept going and, and they were like, say, 10-3. and three, and, yeah. then, and then here comes Kyler and they're down 14 nothing at halftime or 17-3 at halftime. And if they final score is 21-17 on, on Kyler's legs and arm, that's an MVP-making moment right there. You see what I'm saying? I never thought of it that way, but I do – I will say this. I don't think there's ever been – and I, I have no information to back this up. So let me just start with that. But I don't think there's ever been – an MVP favorite in week four that I hung on and won it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, always... Yeah, that's because it's been Russell every year for <laughs> yeah. the last five yeah. years. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, MVPs are not made in September and October. Like, that's just the nature of it. You know what I mean? You got to kind of earn the stripes, I guess. I mean, I never thought of it that way. I always thought that, you know, you could find value in... Like, if you don't bet week to week and you bet year-end, which I don't really do... But you can find value in – you can find – in the beginning of the year, you could find value in Dak at MVP, the same number now that you could get Mahomes at. So you could have got a few guys at like over plus a 1,000 odds, and you could be sitting pretty right now. You know what I mean? Like there's a few guys where you see the, the, the favorites, but at some point throughout the year, they weren't. You know what I mean? At some point throughout the year, they were plus 1,000, and you could have got them. But it's, it's all about that, finding the value of when and when they're getting hot and how it rolls. So now, obviously, we take Russell Wilson because odds are he's out of the race, right? But at some point, people were smashing him, you know? And now it's like, eh, all right. I don't see Kyler Murray. I don't. I just don't think that – I don't know. I don't know why I don't see it in him. I really don't. I just don't see him as the MVP this year. And I, and I think people are sleeping on Lamar Jackson, and that's – Just third – Third comeback victory this season of double-digit points or more. Who? Lamar. Yeah, right. So This I'm, week was Lamar's third. I was just about to say this. I think Lamar is a, mm-hmm. might be an interesting pick going into the end of the season. If he keeps playing the way he does, everyone's talking about how much better he's passing. And 
the way he shifts these games, I know we talked about like Derrick Henry a couple weeks ago, but he's, to me, I think this is, as far as like in the limelight, this is his quietest year. I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like mm. his MVP season, I all I heard was Lamar, 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 Lamar. You know, now I'm not hearing that. I'm hearing Kyler. I'm hearing yeah. Stafford. I'm hearing, you know, guys, I'm not hearing that. And I think that's a good thing for Lamar because he's yeah. there. I think part of the reason you're not hearing so much about Lamar this year is because early on in his career, everybody was saying, let's make this guy be spectacular. You know, like in a way, like, Let's make him make these throws. Let's make him beat us. And he did. Yeah. They're putting nine in the box. Oh, you want to run your triple option? Go ahead. And he did it. Yeah. You can't throw the ball <laughs> deep. He did it. Now, he's just playing fo- He's just playing football the way Lamar plays. He's making the short throws. He's yeah. making. He's doing it all quietly. Well, all right. So before I guess the lines, one question. Jack, you got to answer this too. <clears throat> Starting a franchise right now, today, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? I, I asked the tough questions on the show. Before we get into that, I just wanted to tag one more thing on the Lamar Jackson MVP Go race. Ahead. He'd be going for a second. Harder to get the second than it is to get the first. I agree. So mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing that would hold me back on sending the house on Lamar winning MVP right now. It's because Kyler hasn't gotten one yet. Stafford hasn't, Stafford gotten, hasn't gotten one ever. He's been yeah, and Stafford would be a, that'd be a good story. First year on the oh, yeah. balls out, gets MVP. Um, I'm still going to say Patrick Mahomes. Because I've seen him do it. I've seen the come from. Now, we, I just said Lamar has three come from behind victories. I just haven't seen him do it when it mattered the most yet. And I know Mahomes can and will make every throw in the book. I don't know if Lamar can or will make every throw in the book. But let's just, it's like ice cream. I mean, I'm going all, Patrick. All ice cream's too. delicious. It's just a matter of do you. <laughs> no, like... no. At first, I didn't understand I, uh... that reference, but now I get it. <laughs> I agree with Hawk entirely for the same exact reasons. Okay. I mean, we've seen him in the Super Bowl. He's won one. It, it's been there before. It's been done. Not to say that there. He's any like Less. not that he's way more talented yeah. than Lamar or anything like that, but he's been there. Yeah, an experience that's got to count so, for something. Patrick Mahomes too. I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so. It's a winning pedigree, and if it continues, it continues. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, you just die on that sword. That's how I feel too. Right. Like, you know. All right. Hey, four and four and zero. What's the, the worst board. thing that happened? You took someone with huge upside, and it doesn't work out. I agree. You know, it's how you feel. Yeah, with Trevor Lawrence too. That's how it is now. Let's guess some lines. Guessing on the lines. All right. Teams on by this week: Chicago, Cincinnati, the New York Football Giants. Woo. And the Houston Texans. Big win for the Giants this week. Uh, Thursday night, Baltimore is going to Miami. I got Baltimore laying seven and a half on the road. I got Baltimore laying seven and a half on the road. I have Baltimore laying seven and a half on the road. All right, well, uh, tie game, and the spread is Baltimore laying seven and a half. <laughs> Does that mean we're doing our job oh my God. the right way? That was the, is that how it works? First. That's an absolute Woo! first. All right. Flip that shit. That's a fucking banana all split, right. dude. Sunday, I don't understand. the. I don't really get all the ice cream arms, but Sunday. Yeah, big ice cream. November 14th, Atlanta heads to Dallas. I'm not going to overreact. I told myself I wasn't going to overreact. Now I want to look at yours. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> Uh, I got Dallas minus six. <laughs> like I said, not going to overreact. Oh <laughs> not going to overreact. I got Dallas minus five and the half. Five and the half. Got Dallas minus five and a half. 
no. Dallas, minus nine. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right, I mean. Well, we know they're not overreacting. Alice, you know, you could take the point, but I I don't like that one bit, dude. I after, will take the point. After I get, you got it. I gave it to you. Right. Three to two to two. Um, I don't like that one bit. Dallas minus nine after what we saw this weekend from both of these teams. I yeah. mean, they just got hung a 40-burger up in Jerry World. So you want to tell me they're home, I don't care. Because they just got decimated by Denver. See, now I feel like that's the odds makers not reacting at all to what happened last week. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I thought they they're react, not overreacting. I thought they react slightly. I didn't think no. they'd overreact, but that's just not. I also at think all. like after what happened this week, you'd want to keep the line a little low because you get to not. I'm not going to touch that. I might not tease nine, it. No. I might tease it. I might place take some action on an over under deal, but I'm not touching minus nine. And the part of the odds makers deals is they want people to play. Right, they don't yeah, want to yeah. scare everybody off. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy to me. So next game, we got the New Orleans Saints, uh, led by uh, Trevor Hill. Right? Or, or, <laughs> Trevor Simeon, or, or, No, no, I did it purposely. Oh, we take don't, some help. Yeah, that was purposely. Yeah, come right. on. <laughs> Add the Titans. I know, it's spicy. They're gonna, I bet you they split I bet you they split reps this week. I bet you. Not in practice, in the game. That would be a wild That would be so ugly. I bet you. Anyway. Uh, versus uh, Tennessee Titans, they figured it out. Weird. I was bashing them three weeks ago, and they figured it out. Even without Henry, they looked great last night. Um, I got Tennessee minus seven. Yeah. After hearing this Dallas spread, I'm instantly concerned I went too low. But no Derrick Henry. I still don't know how much I believe in Ryan Tannehill. I don't think one game is going to tell you the story of what this team is going to be going forward without Derrick Henry. I got Tennessee minus three and a half. And I always Ooh. just think about Zach Wilson let a, let a 10-point deficit come back to beat this team just a month ago. So that's yeah, in my you, head. If you do that, Every yeah. time I look yeah. at Tennessee, that's in my head. Tennessee minus 3.5. I have Tennessee minus 6.5. Tennessee laying, uh, laying 3 on the Saints. Wow. There you go. I happen to think that's too little, but we'll move <laughs> on. I think that's just right. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Indianapolis – Really beat up the Jets for the most part Thursday night. Ran all over them. Jacksonville <laughs> stunned the Bills, but whatever. <laughs> and I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to say Indianapolis minus seven and a half. Yeah, I don't think I'm overreacting either. But I mean, when if you get if you can play and get 250 rushing yards like they did against the Jets and take as much out of Carson Wentz's poor decision making hands as you can, you're going to run all over these guys. I think Indy minus nine and a half. I have Indy minus seven and a half. According to the book, Indianapolis will be laying ten on Jacksonville at home. That's high. All right. Well, hey, you know, I I can see it. All right. The Cleveland uh, OBJ list Browns (laughs) head to the Patriots. And uh, Patriots are kind of disappointing. I don't know what to think about this one. Cleveland on the road. Again, I'm trying to not overreact by how well Baker played and how bad New England played. So I'm going to go Cleveland minus four and a half. Yeah, I mean, they're playing good defense in New England right now, as they typically do. I mean, Judon still looks incredible. I think we often forget, when I say we, I mean the general football public. Mac Jones is just as raw, just as much of a rookie as any of these other guys in the league. But because of how much better that... Now, they look better than the Jaguars and the Jets and the Niners when Lance is in there. But they have two wins over the Jets, one win over Miami, right? 
And who's their... They haven't beaten a winning team yet. All of their wins are over garbage teams. I forgot their fourth win, but it's two on, on the Jets and one on Miami for sure. I got Cleveland minus two and a half on the road. I got Cleveland minus five and a half. According to Vegas, New England will be laying one and a half. On Does that mean you had three and a half? Four and a half. You had Cleveland four and a half. Yeah. And you had Cleveland five, five and a half. Yeah, that's me. New England is the favorite of the game. Yeah, yeah New England's favorite wow. by one and a half. Early that favorite. That is wild. For the hot dog of the week. That's wild. Yeah. I'm about to stop the show and put a bet on it. Lock it in. Take a quick break. Buffalo at the Jets. Uh, Jets are no good garbage. Uh, except they have three good quarterbacks now, which is so weird. Stop it. Uh, anyway, stop here it. we go. Buffalo. They have one okay quarterback and one. But one I went rookie. too low. Buffalo minus nine. They should bring these guys out to the slaughter after being absolutely embarrassed by Jacksonville. What do you got? <laughs> Yeah, they. this should be an old yeller game, so to speak, uh, especially if Josh Johnson's getting the start because I don't want to hear they have three good quarterbacks. It was 42-10, to 42-10 when Josh Johnson started turning it on. It's going, you might as well be going against point, fucking skeleton defense. 11.5, Buffalo by 11.5 on the road. So I infamously go low on these all the time, I feel like, so I sent it higher and actually went Buffalo minus 14. You might be. You might be. Right, I hope so. Here. I usually don't hit these, so. The Buffalo Bills laying thirteen on the Jets. Oh, so close. Well, you you got the you got no, the no. I know, but all right, we're I was gonna going for precision. We're gonna head to uh, the Berg, Detroit versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's better. Detroit, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, whatever. I don't even want to say anything about Detroit. Pittsburgh minus eight. I just. Pittsburgh hasn't shown me enough to give them a, over a touchdown. I guess we're going to find out in about a half hour, 40 mm-hmm. minutes or so. I'd be more confident. I'd, I'd agree with you if they come out and they take care of business tonight. I don't think they will. I think Chicago upset alert tonight for Chicago. It seems like every Monday night game that we all try to predict what's going to happen and like use it to the spreads next week, it always comes back and bites us. So I just played it as they're just better and that's it. I got Pittsburgh minus six. I just went with minus six and a half Pittsburgh. It, I don't think it's going to go lower. I think it could only go higher if they mollywop Chicago. Yeah. I I got to be honest. I think Detroit is still the better team. I know we say it every week, but I think I might have went too low. I actually went Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Wow. Berg laying nine on Detroit. Yeah. Laying nine? I had eight. Who would you have? I had six and a half. It's you. All right, I, here we go. I guess, I don't know. Maybe I just don't think Pittsburgh's that is that good of a team. I, like, I felt like, it, I feel like they would be the favorite, but I felt like maybe they'd be like, Detroit can keep it close. I just feel would like... Would you be surprised if this winds up being a 24-21 no, not field at goal this, game, like, not on some garbage time? At this point, I just, I'm not sure whose lower back is in worse shape, Ben Roethlisberger or Anthony Alessino. <laughs> that, like, yeah. I mean, the guy is a it's geriatric. probably Ben. He's a fucking geriatric <laughs> out there playing quarterback. I mean, quarterback. you know, I'm not walk- in great shape, but it's, <laughs> I would say it's Ben. He needs a cane in two years. I mean, you know, maybe uh, who knows. Anyway, I'm saying, dude, it's like he needs to start taking snaps with one hand and having his left hand on the fucking walker. He's yeah, to drag well, himself back. That's dude. not my fault. Anyway, no one was blaming you. The last one o'clock game is Tampa Bay uh, at Washington <laughs> at the uh, the football team. The football team. Anyway, I got uh, Tampa Bay minus seven and a half here. I think the longer this goes on, the season meaning the. 
the worse it's going to get for Washington and the better it's going to get for Tampa as far as the book is concerned. Okay. I got Tampa minus nine and a half on the road. I have Tampa minus 12. Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying nine and a half on Washington. Damn, good call. Bang. Whatever. Give me a Mike Breen. Bang. All right. Four o'clock. Here we go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Four o'clock games. Here we go. Carolina Panthers and uh, Stephon Gilmore with the pick this week. Uh, Head to Arizona with Colt McCoy. Is it going to be Colt McCoy? No, probably not, but I just like saying his name. I'm assuming Kyler Murray's going to be there. And I'm going to take Arizona minus 10. Based on what I saw, like I know we touched on it just a few minutes ago, I decided this line would be the same for me, whether it was Kyler or Colts. So That's even, disgusting. Did not even bother looking it up. I got Arizona mi- minus 7.5. I have Arizona minus 7.5. Arizona, 9.5. Yeah. Damn it, I have more. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Minnesota at the Chargers. Minnesota like played pretty well against Baltimore. Minnesota hangs a lot of, around in a lot of games. The Chargers are making me nervous. They're making me a little nervous. I thought they were going to go deep into the playoffs this year, and they're making me a little nervous. That being said, Chargers minus seven. All right. So Tell us. we had a lot that we discussed in the opening, so I didn't want to you know, be it to death in the opening. I knew we'd get to the Chargers this week. I could not. I could not come up with a reason in my head. Last week when we did the show, throughout the week, even when it came, the Chargers were only minus one and a half to Philly at home, right? Were they at home? Yeah. They were at home? The no, 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 no. Um, they were on the road. They were on the road. They were in Philly. Regardless, they were only one and a half point favorites. By the time game time, by the time it was game time, it was a pick em. I couldn't fucking understand it because we all know how I feel about Philly, <laughs> right? The Los Angeles Chargers... Rushing defense, 32nd in the NFL. Yeah, it's garbage. They're the worst rushing de- – worse than the Jets, worse than the Giants, worse than anything – you statistically the worst running defense in the NFL. And Philly almost beat them for that reason. Yeah, and the, and the Ravens destroyed them for that reason. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. There's a little guy named Dalvin Cook Not little, over there in ahead. Minnesota. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My, minus three and a half Minnesota on the road. You're taking Minnesota as the favorite. Minus three and a half. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold on. I have Minnesota two and a half. What Whoa. the? Whoa. So, oh, so you sit down, dude. Before Let's, you start going on a rant, get all upset. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Tell us the line. <laughs> What's your spread? I said it right. He said it. He got it. it. Use your eardrums. Seven. Seven? Seven? Okay. Supercharges. Two and a half. I still take it. I still take it. I'm... I like the points you made. I just, I don't like the spread you picked. Anyway, I almost had a heart attack. If Minnesota was favorite, I would have grabbed my chest. I just, anyway. can't, I just can't understand. What would you say they were? Two and a half to Chargers? So they're two and a half point favorites at home to Minnesota, but they were only one point favorites on the road to Philly. I don't know the answers. That, that doesn't make sense. I know. I see what you're saying. But let's talk about Philly. We're going to talk about them right now. Philly uh, is going to head to Denver. Denver, fucking all of a sudden, they're like, <laughs> Vaughn's gone and uh, we're good. Um, I guess off of what I just saw at Minnesota and the Chargers, we're going to disagree here. Okay. I got Denver minus one. I don't think we're going to disagree here then. I, Denver's another team we've been trying to figure out. Or I've been trying to figure out Denver all year. 
I think they're just one of those teams that's going to – sometimes you're going to get Denver 1A and sometimes you're going to get Denver 1B, meaning sometimes they're going to come out and pl- show up and play ball in Jerry World and sometimes they're going to come out and put up a fucking goose egg, right? I mean, they're probably going to wind up going 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, something in that range, miss the playoffs by a few spots. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it going for them. All right. I mean, that's a fair take. Denver minus 2.5. Denver minus 1.5. So 1, 1.5, 2.5? Denver, two and a half. Oh, nice. My third fucking bangerang, dude. Well, give us a score update because we got three games left. Brian has three. Anthony has six. I have nine. All right, with three to play, here we go. The hardest game without a doubt on this Monday night to predict is the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson more than likely returning at Green Bay. With Aaron Rodgers maybe returning, he could be cleared on Saturday to return. That's uncomfortable. But here we go. Green Bay minus three and a half. Three and one half. Take that same number and flip it from a minus to a plus. I got Seattle minus three and a half on the road. Russell Wilson comes back. Wow. Here we go. Green Bay three and a half. Oh. I hope it's three and a half and we both pick up two points on Jim. That'd be great. That'd be great. Good day for you, Green Bay, three and a half. There it is. Go. We'll take it. That's That's, a big swing. That's a big. We call a big swing. That's what I would call a big swing. (laughs) That's what we would call a big dick swing. There you go. (laughs) If there's, if you're gonna use it, dude, it's you got to use it perfect timing. Good job. All right, Sunday night football, the Kansas City, not touchdown favorite Chiefs at. The Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I said I wouldn't do it. I still won't do it. Chiefs minus six. I've been right there with you. Still haven't done it. Not doing it tonight. Not on this night. Chiefs minus five and a half. Oh, my God. Sometimes it's just the half point that separates the good and the great. You're up. Chiefs five and a half. Oh, oh my God. Be like that. Am I good or am I great? Kansas shitty. Two and a half. Oh, oh my gosh. I have to take the Chiefs again. <laughs> uh, I have to do it again, dude. You don't have to do it. I have to. I'm two away from you. Yeah. All right. One to play. Here we go. I'm going to hit this right on the fucking head. Rams, 49ers. <clears throat> the Rams are minus nine. That's how confident I am. All right, bro. All right, dude. All right, guy. Um, didn't get this part out when we were talking about. I just want to make sure you don't have nine. I don't. Be sad. Didn't get. <laughs> I would, if you if you, if I had nine, I would have fucking grabbed that out of the air and thrown it right at your face and been like, "Go fuck yourself." It's over no matter Not what. Not today. Um, as much as how great Colt McCoy looked in the Arizona offense last week, I do think San Francisco is a fucking dumpster fire right now. Okay. Yeah, it is. And uh, maybe they're missing their leader on defense, Rob Sala. Who knows? Rams minus 12, even. Jeez. I went Rams minus seven and a half. Rams minus four. Oh. <laughs> so Brian gets just, a fruitless point. That's just too low. Ooh. That's too low. So it's eight. I'm sorry. Seven. For Brian, eight for Anthony, ten for Jim. Can we talk about the swing? How I had only three or four? 
Yeah, you, that's you, too low. Yeah, but quickly. Whatever. But it wasn't enough. You said it was it Rams, wasn't enough. You said it was Rams minus four. Yeah. That is far too low. That's, right. That's we talk about. We almost made it through this entire slate of games with Vegas not overreacting to what happened this weekend. Until we get to the fucking Monday night game and they overreact with the Rams, right? Here, what I don't understand is Casey barely beat Green Bay without a Rodgers, right? I don't know. I just don't know anymore. The Giants beat the Raiders, dude. Oh, I know. Uh, we got. I got. We got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up, guys? As everyone knows, this season we are on YouTube. Last season we weren't, and I got to be honest with you, we kind of we were dressing like shit a little bit, you know. We weren't worried about what people saw. We were wearing pajamas. We had Anthony coming in wearing whatever sweats he wore to work that day. Half the time I'd roll out of bed and show up to the studio. But now the people are going to see us, and we got to look fresh. We want that fine Italian fucking material. That's right. We're talking Saatchi Di Denaro, streetwear brand from Long Island, New York. The gear is fire. It looks good. Right now, I got the M5 Motivated Money Making Monday Morning hoodie on, okay? You're going to be able to get this and so much more at SaatchiDDenaro.com. Promo code HAVOC is going to save you 10% off. That's S-A-C-C-H-I-D-I-D-E-N-A-R-O.com. H-A-V-O-C. Promo code HAVOC gets you 10% off. Always authentic, never counterfeit. Saatchi D. Denaro. All right, what's up? We're back, and it's time for the Fantasy Football Fringe Player Snake Draft. Before we get into that, though, of course, we need to review the week prior. Before I get Jack to give us the numbers, if you don't know now, you know there was a little side bet made last week. A little head-to-head. Jack's team versus Alessino's team. Five bucks straight up. And we're going to get the results now. Do you have the paper with you? I do have the paper, but you are currently holding the folder that contains the There it is. I don't need it. Go ahead. All right. So, Alessino leading the pack. He's got 42. <laughs> Trevor Simeon carrying him to that. Brian with 32. AJ Dillon standout performance. Mike fucking White blowing it. Um, Devontae Parker, IR. <laughs> Darnell Mooney pending. I got 27 with a pending Darnell Mooney. James Davis Mills, zero. Pat Fryer moves pending points. James totals up at 30. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's right. Between me and Ant right now, it is a 14-point spread. So, Darnell, moonshot Mooney. I need 14 from you, my guy. We're one moonshot away. You're two moonshots. Yeah, you're definitely two moonshots. You're two moonshots. Well, one moonshot puts me in serious. Yeah, puts you in trouble. Yeah. Um, So two things to add to that. Uh, Off air, my my good-looking partner over here, he wanted me to make it clear. If his 14-point lead holds up tonight, he will have won three straight weeks in a row. That's true. That's point number one. Point number two, I can't be positive about this, but I think I'm the only man sitting in this room to put up at least one zero every week since we started doing this. <laughs> I would have never noticed. Because <laughs> so, I had Lazard last week on COVID. I yeah, Mills right. didn't play this week, and I'm positive the, I had a zero. The, 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 the objective is to score the most points. <laughs> I know, no, no. Well, and, you know, now in our in our league, our redraft league that we're all in, me and Brian squad, squ- uh, squared up this week, we traded zeros. Mm-hmm. All right. He, he had a zero out of... um. Who was it? That I don't remember. 
I got a zero out of Brian Edwards. I picked him up after the Henry Ruggs deal between injuries and buys. I kind of needed to play him. Chase Edmonds? No, right? No. Uh, it was a wide receiver. Chase Edmonds might have been a, might as well have been a zero. No, I didn't exchange zeros. Oh, you didn't finish with the zero? No. It was one of the Cowboys receivers that had, was it CD? Lamb wound up, he had zero going into like, I think it was the fourth. He ended up at four. So, oh, so we didn't even Not CD Lamb zeros. numbers. Yeah. So, uh, Jack, I just want to make a note. If Moonshot Mooney doesn't pull it off for you tonight, I want to be paid in dimes. You got it, Chief. Thanks. All right, let's go. This guy's got nothing to do, dude. You think he won't go get you $5 in dimes? I, he has a choice now. All right, all right. My five, my five's right there. I know. I looked to make sure it was still there and no one stole it. I'm aggressive. I pay right away. Here we go. The pool this week for quarterbacks, by the way, draft based on the guest lines. I'm picking first, then Anthony Alessino, then Jack, then Brian. The quarterback pool this week, Jimmy GQ, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> Sam Darnold, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater, Jacoby Brissett. Derek Carr, Colts, don't call me a backup McCoy. Jalen Hurts, Josh Johnson, and Mike White. That's fucking interesting. Don't take either one of the two. Um, I need the matchups real quick. You're officially on the clock. I'm on the clock. That's cool. I'm not going to take... Give me Derek Carr. For the for the sheer fact that this is probably going to be a shootout in Kansas. Give me Teddy Bridgewater. I wanted Derek Carr. Sorry, didn't work out that way. I'm gonna take Jimmy G. Von Miller is going to play next week. Just so you know, it's too late. You already picked Jimmy G, but Von Miller should suit up next week. Do I look like I'm scared? Guess not. Give me Jalen Hurts. All right. The running back pool. Brian's going to gonna start off. We're snaking backwards. We got Naheem Hines, James Conner, Devontae Freeman, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Booker. Jordan, I can't believe he's still getting work in the league, Howard. <laughs> Eli Mitchell. Devin Singletary, who is supposed to go tonight. They said he's going to go. Sony Michelle, and that's Brandon Bolden, right? <laughs> no, that's... Who's Bruce Bolden? It's supposed to be That's Brandon Bolden. It's Brandon Bolden. <laughs> Brandon That's Bruce Bolden. Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and Quan Bolden. You'll be okay. No, nah, I was sure, honestly, I was making sure it wasn't some third string fucking running back that I didn't know about. Hey, it's yeah. At least it's not Ramondre Stevenson. No, it's not. It's not how you say it's, his name. Yeah. What is it? Ramadan Stevenson, dude. Go. Okay. Um don't do that. Don't do what? Don't do okay. <laughs> me. Give me James Conner. Because you know he's hopefully going to get one touchdown. I, I mean, feel like that was else? the easiest pick to make. In the whole... I was too busy listening to you yeah. cry. No, that was I the couldn't whole, focus. No, oh, my God. Go ahead. Go, Jack. <sighs> you should have less than 10 seconds. <laughs> I'm petitioning that to Devontae, be uh, no. I heard uh, it. Uh, I'll take Eli Mitchell. I'm sure you Eli will. Manning? I'm sure you will, dude. Jordan Howard. Unfucking. Ooh. <laughs> I want to spit in the air and let it hit my face. Go. Naheem Hines. Kenyon Drake. Spicy. Devin Singletary. <laughs> 
Devin Singletary. <laughs> Take Devonta Freeman. Loser. Oh, Jesus. You really left me with some. Give me Bruce Willis. <laughs> Hopefully he gets in for a touchdown. <laughs> Give me Brandon Bolden. And the wide receiver pool. Eligible players are Elijah Moore, Olamide Zacchaeus, Tim Patrick, Brandon Ayuk, Hunter Renfro, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Keelan Cole, Cole Beasley, Deontay Harris, or Rashad Bateman. Brian, you're on the clock. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Wow, so quick. Boom, boom, Look, boom, boomer boom, bust. It only boom, takes one touchdown to get eight, nine, ten points on the board. So Yeah, I don't disagree with the pick. I I'll don't take Renfro. I didn't say anything. Although you said I'm I for did. I didn't. <laughs> I don't remember. Give me uh, the, I got a, I got a case. Ooh. I got a Ooh. case. I got a case of the Beasles, dude. Give it to him. Just got a case of the Beasles. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Christ. I'm definitely going to take Elijah Moore. I was going to say. Give me Rashad Bateman. Got a lot of action this week. I don't, you know, we'll see how it goes. <sighs> Give me a, a little Timmy Teddy combo, dude. What do you think about that? <laughs> Stacking them. I mean, Hunter Renfro never made it to me, but I mm. I couldn't take him regardless because I, I already have Drake and Derek Carr. Right. So I, I can't. Big Raiders guy. Just bet on a 40 spot <laughs> yeah. for Raiders and just prank. Nah, can't do that. Jack, you are still on the clock. I will take. I, I'm a gambling man. I'll bet on my guy, Ayuk. Oh, mm. I was thinking about it. Thank you, Jack. Don't let him hurt me again. Fumbled away any chance of the Niners getting back at that game last night. Still finished with a decent amount of points. Thank, okay. God. Thank God. Damn, I don't even know. Your choices are Keelan Cole, I Deontay know. Harris, or Zacchaeus. Oh, I know who they are. I just don't feel good about them. I guess give me Keelan Cole. I don't Why not? I would have taken Zacchaeus, I think. But it's, it's a good pitch. I think Corey Davis is still kind of banged up, so Keelan Cole might be a solid pick. Like you said before, all he needs to do is catch a touchdown. He he made that nice one-handed grab, even though it didn't. Yeah, that didn't count, but then uh, I don't want to get into it. (laughs) Tight ends, eligible player pool, Jeff Swaim, Dan Arnold, Tyler Conklin, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Hayden Hurst, Mike Gusecki, Tyler Croft, Harrison Bryant, Donald Parham Jr. You know, it's funny. This is a fringe player draft, and every single slot has a jet in it. Every single possession <laughs> slot has multiple jets in it. They're doing just enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, At least they're on the list, dude. Give me Dallas Goddard just to stack with Jalen on the off chance that he throws a touchdown to him. Thinking like a winner. Thinking like I'm playing DFS. I'll take Swain. <sighs> he fell to me. <laughs> Zach Ertz. I was thinking about taking Zach Ertz. Again. I wanted to take him because he's one of one of the few solid starters on this list. But <laughs> no, because Croft Croft got hurt and left the game, and I don't know if he's listen. Th- they do the, I mean, the safe pick. Yeah, there's one guy who's you been, you just said there's you're one guy who's been getting. He catches. just said he has zeros every single week. 
This is his chance to not take a guy who might not play. There's one guy. Well, actually, there's two guys who will probably get you. Mike Kosecki. Yeah, there we go. Dude, it was so close. There we go. Kisecki no, I know, but the, the, the thing is... I was going to say him or uh, or Arnold. If... I like Kosecki with Brissett. Isn't Dan well. Arnold also on the Cardinals now? Yes. Yeah. No, he's on the Jaguars. Jaguars. You're right. right? He got traded. He got yeah. traded for uh, when I was. No, he got traded from the Panthers to the Jaguars. I mm-hmm. thought they traded him to the Cardinals for some reason. No, the thing with Tyler Croft is, if Mike White plays and if he plays, Mike White loves throwing, looking at him in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He get he floods him with targets in the red zone. But I can't. That's a lot of ifs on Monday. So you know that's why we're going Mike Gesicki. Gesicki's very good with Perset throwing the ball. That's all I'll say. You want to recap it? Let's recap our teams. James rolling with Derek Carr, Naheem Hines, Kenyon Drake, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, and Mike Gusecki. It's a nice sounding team. A lot of and young guys. Anthony rocking with Teddy Two Gloves, Bridgewater. Jordan Howard, Devin Singletary, Cole Beasley, Tim Patrick, and Zach Ertz. On paper, it doesn't, doesn't sound good, but it'll equate. <laughs> Brian, running with Jalen Hurts, James Conner, Brandon Bolden, Donovan Peoples Jones, Keelan Cole, and Dallas Goddard. And I Pugin. loved him in the sixth sense, dude. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Hopefully he runs the ball as well as he acts. <laughs> Hopefully he's seeing end zones and not dead people. You know. <laughs> well, he was the dead person. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Go ahead. I am rolling with. Jimmy Garoppolo, Eli Mitchell, Devonta Freeman, Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk, and Jeff Swain. All right. So once again, I'm going to say it's the worst team out of the four of them. <laughs> and I would like the opportunity to take you for five bucks head on head. Oh, oh Jesus. My God. You're one Jesus. shot away from being lower than me, bro. All we right. are literally taking your lunch money every week. That's how, and you graduated time. high school. That's the worst part. He works full time at Top Golf. He's fucking makes, castle? He makes more money than me right now. Right? Okay, time out. Time out. I asked You're employed him, at the castle. Hold on a second. I asked Hold him. Hold castle. Hold on. I, I asked him last week. All right. How much you wanted to bet? How confident you were? You said five dollars. Now, regardless of if Mooney scores fifteen or fourteen or thirteen or zero, I don't care. I was willing to bet whatever you wanted to bet. Now you could look at Jimmy's team. And you could do that same thing. You could blast him live right now. And you could say, dude, my team's so much better than you. I'm going 100 bucks. And Jimmy, Jimmy, would he do it? He's shaking his head no like he wouldn't. So he's not confident. And I have supreme confidence. So just take that with you. Are you trying to bet him $100? No, I'm trying trying to teach Jack a lesson lesson in gambling. Yeah. Well, yeah, essentially, yes. But if he did want to bet $100, I would bet it. But I am trying to teach him a lesson. So what's it going to be, pal? Another $5 bet? Tail between the legs? Are you scared? I'll double my bet. I'll go 10. To, Woo! G- to Jimmy. Right. 10. Let's get it. Shake on it. Witness of the handshake. Two witnesses. Oh, Two down. witnesses. It's a completely legal binding contract at this point. We all saw it. Not really because it's in New York, but whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll digress it. Here we go. Hey, it's legal here now. We're not using a book. Sports yeah, gambling yeah. is legal in New York now. We're, it's not legal to use the book yet, but we're not using a book. We're using each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. am the book. Take it easy. You just see. Just say. We start, put that on his shirt. <laughs> I am the book. Should we start the Parlevo Sports Book? 
No, I'm kidding. I'm no. Kidding. That would be way We need some investors, I think. Yeah, we like got that. a lot to do. <laughs> I don't know if the budget's We got to get That's this really picture out of here. It's a budget if thing. If this picture leaves, <laughs> then we can start building something. This nah, picture, dude. Iron Mike? Whatever, Do you man. think they could lose it in the move? Just like, I don't know what happened. No, they're not losing it with the, the picture. Move, dude. You know? I don't even think my mom knows it's down here. <laughs> and it's made out to her. <laughs> to Annie. Best wishes to my number one fan, Mike Dick. She's definitely not his number one fan. No. I'm willing to bet my entire you life. That. You don't know that. I'm willing to bet my entire life that that, that. that Nobody in this house has ever been Mike Dick's number 500th fan. <laughs> <laughs> if you ranked him, really? Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I'm going to tweet at Mike Dick later and see if he Does remembers he signing that picture. You think he runs his own Twitter? Absolutely not. Yeah, hey, hey, Mike, you remember his signing this picture back in 2001? I like to think that if Donald Trump runs his own Twitter, that Mike Dick uh, should get on his own Twitter. I feel Twitter. like they're like, two I different feel people. Like, no, I just feel like if 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 there's like a... like One of them had way more going on than the other. Yeah, like one was busy <laughs> Mike, a lot. Mike, yeah, Mike Dick has like five steakhouses, dude. He's oh, way busier than Trump was. Man, he's got to make an appearance at least once a year at all five of them. How the fuck does he do that? Are you okay? <laughs> all right. I'm good. All right, that's the uh, that's the fantasy football fringe player snake draft. We're gonna take a quick break. All right, we're here. We gotta talk to you about Stay Thirsty for a minute. All right, in October we had a special promotion going on. Droptober, you had brand new products every week in the month of October. For the holiday season, we got a little something different going on. Isn't that right, Jack? Yes, sir. This holiday season, we're gonna have a mystery box for you guys. You're gonna use code Havoc to get 15% off. Get a mystery box. You're gonna give a gift to yourself. While you're giving gifts to the people you care about. Stay thirsty, Co. Drop the OY and focus on you. All right, we're back. And it is time for the final segment. But before we get into it, as always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the four boys in this room. It's simple as that. Tournament of Degenerates time. Uh, last week for me was the week that almost was. All right. And you might say, what does that mean? We had the tease. Jets plus 16 and a half. Despite the absolute disaster that went on, they covered 16 and a half. New England plus two and a half. Good. Baltimore plus a half. That's good money. Rams minus one and a half. Blows the whole thing apart. Then we had the over parlay. Jets, Colts over 46 and a half. Easy. The Colts almost went over that on their own. Chargers, Philly over 50. Easy money. New England, Carolina over 41. No good, blows it up. And then I had Houston money line. We lost a total of five hundred this week. I'm down to minus fourteen hundred total. Keeping it simple but heavy this week. <laughs> simple but heavy. All right. It's two teams. It's two money lines. They're both underdogs, and we're parlaying it. The Seattle Seahawks. And you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be mad. One of our friends in Jacksonville is going to be mad. The Philadelphia Eagle money line. We're parlaying the two of them together. $1,000 are on the line to win 4920 And that's all I got. And that is a big dick swing. No, not really. Anyway, I lost everything this week. Um, I don't even have the sheet, but all I know is I had the Saints on everything, and they really just just didn't work out. So we're just going to look ahead and not look behind. We lost 1000 We were up money. We lost 1000 So now we're down 874 But moving on. We got 200 
on a three-team parlay. Browns, Titans, Chiefs, all straight. 209-12. And I got 500 straight on the Browns to win 500. That's it. That's all we got. Nice and easy. Browns mean everything to me. Keeping it the way he drinks his coffee, light and sweet. Uh-huh. You heard? So, last week I had um, <clears throat> I had the Ravens, the Browns, and the Chargers in a parlay. Um, I'm, I know the Browns covered. I think the Chargers covered, but I know for a fact the Ravens did not. So, that didn't work out. Wound up losing 100. Also put 100 in on the San Francisco money line. That did not hit either. So, we're down to, uh, to 457 for the year. Um. This week, I am going with, um, I have the Browns at another three-team parlay. Browns one and a half, Packers three and a half, Titans minus three, 100 win 600. Um, switch it up this week. Actually, I'm with another parlay for over-under. Um, so I got the Vikings and the Chargers over 51 and a half. Good. Okay. Uh, got Seattle versus Green Bay over 50. Um, and then we have the Chiefs versus the Rams over 51. I'm sorry, Raiders. Take that back, Raiders. Over um, 51 and a half. I like those, but I always like the over. I was I just, really I was really just looking for any games I felt confident in the over. Anything I felt like wasn't wasn't a Sherlock, I wasn't even going to touch. All right, I like those. I, I like those. What was that? What is that, 100? That was another 100 to win 600. 600? Yeah. Okay. All right. Jack? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The As rookie, of... Rookie does it again. As of last week. Green Bay money line did not hit. Browns money line did hit. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big dick alert. The big dick parlay of the week has hit. The Browns, the Falcons, and the Chargers all covered their money lines for a whopping 100 for $1,111. Bringing my total with a total win of 1241 last week to a cool 2012 great year. It was this... an alright year. World should have just ended. Did us all a favor. This week, I have the Browns 200 to win even 200. And I got 100 on the Raiders to win 125. And our big dick parlay of the week. We got the Browns money line. We got the Vikings money line. And we got the Raiders money line. 300 to win 2,670. I'm not going to be the first one to talk. <laughs> Why? I'm not. There's a lot of action. Just a lot of action going on there. <laughs> uh, you want a reaction to him? What do you? No, mean? I just I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, so we're not going to talk about it. Good. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to everybody. <laughs> the Glizzy God pick of the week. Um, bit of a skid, but it's been a wacky part of the year. So to say, right? No excuses. Mike White, you fucking blew it. You yeah, loser. I mean, look, Mike White fucking blew it. Not I'm calling me. you out, dude. It should have broke. Your fucking wrist should have broke or you should have came back in the game. Yo, what? Take it easy. Whoa. What's that about? You see, this is what I have to say about this, all right? You watched him pick up a football, grab it. No, no. Try to throw it five yards and instantly put his head in his hands and said no. So... Even if it wasn't broken, and this isn't just to you, because I saw it all over Twitter. Okay. I heard all these motherfuckers on the fan all week. Get in there. You only get one, maybe two. You only, you usually only get one shot at this, especially he's been waiting four years for the shot. Especially if you had money on the game. Why would you want a guy out there who can't grip the football? It was a nerve contusion that took away all of the feeling in his middle finger and his ring finger on his right hand. 
Why do you want a quarterback out there who cannot grab the football hard enough to throw it? If you have the money on the game. If you want to see Mike White, see what this kid's made of. All right, yeah, tough it out. We'll see what if you had money on them to win the game, I don't see why you would want a right-handed quarterback without his right hand out there on the field. Okay, so I, I agree. Maybe it came out wrong. What I meant to say <laughs> was, was what I meant to say was, when he got hurt, I thought he broke his wrist. When he didn't break his wrist, I was upset that he didn't get back in the game. He should have been back in the game. Now, that being said, I understand what you're saying about the the, the nerve damage, right? But he said, didn't he say by halftime he was he it was starting to feel better? They said it started to slowly get better throughout the game. Salah said, no, at the end of the third quarter is when he is when he said that it kind and of... it was he, already too late. He thought it could play, and Salah said there was no reason to put him back in there at that point in the game, which I don't disagree with. It's just a shame. You need him this week. and That's crazy. And if you're Mike White, you got a pay bump coming at the end of the year? Not if you... Do fuck- you? Yeah. You don't think he's got a pay bump as a backup regardless? He's making, yeah, no, he's making like $4 million, if that, this year. He's got a big pay bump coming. No, he makes $50,000 a game check. $50,000 a game check. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what? The veteran's minimum? Less than $3 million for the year? I will say it's a shame. I wonder what would have happened. I bet you they still lose because Mike White isn't playing inside linebacker. Mike White has nothing to do with the defensive line. They averaged, we didn't really talk about this because it was Thursday, so now we're here, we'll do it. Seven yards per carry before first contact. They had 250 rushing yards. 230 of them came before first contact. That's atrocious. Doesn't matter what Mike White did. He could have thrown for 405 and three touchdowns again. Bad. The defense lost that game. They got the doors blown off mm-hmm. from whistle to whistle. Yeah, I agree with that. So anyway, I had the Jets. Who'd you have? I had Houston. No good. I had Houston before Terod Taylor was announced to start. And then when Terod Taylor came in, I thought we were in a better position. Didn't turn out that way. Yeah. They did compete, though. Terod Taylor's going to win some games, though. Yeah, he'll win, he'll win you some games. They had Which the... might not be a good thing. <laughs> Who did you have? For last week, yeah, I had the Falcons. That's an easy hit on it. Good yeah. pick. Who you? You had the Jets, right? I, I, yeah. I thought rolling with you would be good. So but now, that now I'm getting nervous. No one, no, no. He rolled with you. Yeah, he rolled with you. He, you sold him on the Jets. So now that we're a week removed from it, and it does not matter, I have to ask, mostly for my own personal reasons, who was your pick before he sold you on the Jets? Do you I, remember? I'll tell you right now. My pick originally was the Browns. Okay. The Browns okay. kicked the shit in. All right. Well, unfortunately, you picked the Jets, so it's another blind. So on the record. you know what? For that, I'll go last. Who's your glizzy pick? My glizzy pick this week. It was a tough decision, but I went with the Raiders. I okay. fucking hate it. It's so bold. <laughs> like, I hate it. Don't, I hate it. I do. I looked at the Raiders. Yeah, I, I looked at it. I thought about it. But I'm like, the, the Giants. It's a week-to-week week, but it's hard to pick the Raiders against the Chiefs coming off of what we yeah. just saw happen against the New York football Giants. So I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'll go next. You guys, I'll go next. Um, I got mine. Whatever. My Glizzy God pick of the week this week is a team that we 
almost every time they were an underdog by two and a half or more, we fucking picked them and they won. They probably got us four or five Glizzy God Pick of the Week wins last year. You're going to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle. I also thought about going to Seattle, but I don't know. I'm just not sure. I think it's going to be a shootout regardless. But I did... I did have to bury the hatchet on a team that I don't usually touch, and I'm pretty outspoken about not touching, but I believe everyone deserves a second chance, so my glizzy this week is going to be the Minnesota Vikings, so and so is mine. hopefully it works so out. So is mine. And, I... and you don't love it. You don't feel good about it. I'm not walking out of here at the end of the podcast I would say like, that this feels like a lot. I would say that Brian divorced the Panthers, much like I will divorce the Vikings if they don't get it done for me. It's time to sever I just can't do it. It is. It's time. I mean, I've been beat by them so many times. Right. I hear that, and I get that, and we could possibly have our second divorce of the season next. Yeah, the Monday. problem is they're home, the Chargers. That's what makes me sick to my stomach. But are they home though? Is SoFi Stadium a home game for them? It's at by it this. Doesn't point, feel like a home game really for point, anybody, really. By this point, it's if a anyone, home it's game the for the Rams. Yeah, it's by for this the Rams. point, SoFi Stadium is the Rams' home stadium. They also came back to L.A. from St. Louis. The Chargers moved from San Diego to L.A. They weren't originally based in L.A., were they? Or were they? I don't think so. So all their fans are a good... San Diego is like a good four hours away from L.A., right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but it's a ride, dude. It's like... So any fans that the the Chargers fans San Francisco and L.A. is... Yeah, it's like... San Diego. They're far. Oh, no. San Diego is even further. Yeah, it's far. Yeah. San Diego. Uh, actually, so everyone, the Chargers fans are in San Diego. They're not in L.A. So, and they don't, most of these games in SoFi Stadium, the Rams games at this point, like all the celebrities are coming out. They're all, everyone's got Rams gear on. Everyone's wearing the jerseys. People are getting fired up. There was a fight in a preseason game. <laughs> yeah, two and a half hours. Two and a half. All right, still. So that's a drive. But I mean, I guess it's not much different than us going to MetLife, right? Actually, the Chargers were in Los Angeles for like one year, 1960. Just one year? Yep. And then they went to San Diego right after. Yeah, so not enough to build a fan no, base. No, 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 no. Their fan base isn't in L.A. The Rams were originally yeah. in L.A. No, no. I Much like the Raiders were originally in yeah. L.A. I just, I don't even know. I don't consider it. A, the home field advantage for them doesn't really do much for me. I just, Kirk Cousins, at the end of the day, did, am I going to put the house on Kirk Cousins? I mean, it's the same thing that you I said about the Russian defense, though. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I think I'm putting it on Dalvin. I know, I know, I know. I, I don't hate it. I just... Seattle's a good pick, and it could be a better pick if Rodgers misses the game. Well, Russ is playing no matter what? He's cleared to play. I'm assuming he plays, he's if, cleared to play. If mm-hmm. Russ is going to play, which I'm assuming he's going to, because... He's already been Let's cleared. fucking go, because it's... Yeah, go yeah. Hawks, that's why, because it's Russ. Whether it's Jordan Love or Rodgers... Russ coming back off of the couple of weeks out with Gino going two and one in his in his wake, right? I, th- mm, I don't know. Or if one and two. two and one. Yeah. One and two. They're still there. I think Russ is just ready to go. You know, and Russ I, better be ready I to go. I think he's gonna come. He's in one of those guys. Injury. I feel like he's been conditioning. He's been keeping up with what he has to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I can see it. I just I don't know. I don't like taking the glizzy god against the top team in the league. You know what I mean? And I consider Green Bay elite. I don't consider Green Bay like I would never bet against Green Bay to lose two games in a row. Mm-hmm. I would never bet against the Rams to lose two games in a row. 
maybe at the Cardinals at this point to lose two games well, in a row. Here's the thing, too, with Green Bay on my end is we're not positive if Rodgers is going to play. Right? Even if Rodgers does play, he spent more time on the fucking Pat McAfee show and on local sports talk radio than he has looking at his playbook and getting his head right for this game. <laughs> I think he knows it. Yeah, right but it's Rodgers. Yeah. He like, see to me, it's like I know, but the, my argument to that is, but it's Russell. Would you be shocked if Aaron Rodgers threw for four hundred and was like, "Shut up, everybody!" <laughs> four touchdowns, no interceptions. De- uh, uh, Devontae Adams has two hundred yards. Would you be like, would you really? Would you feel like, whoa? Against this Seattle team, I would be a little shocked. But I mean, you know, it's like we said they lost the first game, and everyone said, "Oh, Rodgers." You know, you, we were saying on this show, the first game of the year they lost and. Like, oh, maybe Rodgers should have been more focused on, you know, practicing and training camp than he was about going on vacation with Shailene Woodley and talking about fucking not want to be on the team and this and that, not showing up and holding out. And you said right then and there, they could rip off six straight wins and I wouldn't be surprised. And they did. Yeah. And now they're six and two. I so, wouldn't be surprised that no matter what. Seven and two, right? Seven and two. Seven and two. Yeah, they lost yesterday. So now, both these teams could have Odell by Sunday. Both these teams could have Odell by Sunday. If Odell goes to the Packers. <laughs> he ain't going to be running routes like that. He's not going to know. This. No, yeah. not on Sunday. I just mean in general. Yeah. Super Bowl? No. Yeah. NFC Championship game? No. NFC Championship game? I didn't hear that. Maybe. Super Bowl? No. No. All right. I, I, I think that I, I, I'm going to stick by it. Rams are the team to beat. And it's really not. That close in the in the uh, in the East, you could go Bucks as number two, and then like after that, I feel like there's like a significant drop off, in my opinion, and that's weird to say, right? That's really weird to say. That's spicy, but it's top four teams. It goes Rams, Bucks, like a little couple steps down, Cardinals, Packers, fuck uh, a flight of steps, yeah, and no, now and now we're like now we're here. You know I do agree I mean? with that. And the AFC, I yeah. Yeah, we thought we knew, and now we don't know. Yeah. So I don't know any. I don't. I couldn't even tell. This is the only reason what I'm saying. Like the Chiefs still could come out of the AFC. Yeah, because who's the team? Well, this is what we were saying when we were watching football yesterday. If they get it together and they start playing their best football the last four, the last month of the year, and they come in as a six or a seven seed, is there a fucking worse team to <laughs> welcome into your home field? Like, oh, we got home field advantage. <laughs> This is sick. We we don't have to go I'm on the road. I'm pretty sure. And then you got Mahomes and the fucking boys coming in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would be the most dangerous six seed ever. Besides Eli. Well, that's just – that was moment. I'm saying on paper because the Giants mm. weren't that on paper. Yeah. They were just no. – Just caught it. One you know, also the Titans – now I'm looking at it. Titans and Colts, you know, or Buffalo. I guess Buffalo really carved themselves out as like being that AFC favorite. The thing is, these top like Titans and Colts you just said these some some of the top teams in the AFC. Yeah, right now they seem like Titans and Colts seem like two of the formidable guys, right? I but guess, yeah. you got Carson Wentz, career terrible decision maker, mm-hmm. and Ryan Tannehill, who is the book really out on him yet? Do we know exactly? I like Ryan Tannehill. I like him, but and Carson without Derrick Henry, do you love him? <laughs> he does. Carson Wentz has a it's ring. It's Nick Foles' ring. That's Big Dick Nick's ring. Carson Wentz. It's Big Dick Nick's ring. Goes to bed every night with a ring by his bedside. Probably. Yeah, in his fucking Nick Foles pajamas, dude. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> a ring's a ring's a ring. Remember that. Don't ever forget I that. I bet you if you got Carson on the phone, he would disagree with you. 
The same way Shockey. I bet you he wouldn't. The same way Shockey didn't didn't feel like he earned his ring with the Giants because he was up hurt up in the booth during that game, uh, the 2007 Super Bowl. And then two years later, he won one with the Saints, and he only considers himself a one-time Super Bowl champion. Well, that's because Jeremy Shockey's a loser. <laughs> All right. There you go. I said it. Are you a champion? It, that's a won? loser mentality, dude. You work your whole life to get on a team, to get in a position, to play on a team, to get minutes on a team. If an injury stops you from playing and your team wins the championship, this is in my opinion. You've earned that right. If you're on that 53-man roster, even if you're hurt, IR, you you broke your leg, whatever, Carson Wentz towards ACL, you've, you've earned the right to consider yourself a champion. That's how I that's how I feel. I mean Do you I right, look, you can call yourself a champion. Do you call yourself a Super Bowl winning quarterback if you're Carson Wentz? No, I say, okay. I, but that's okay. different. I mean, the ring's a piece of fucking jewelry, dude. <laughs> the yeah. ring is a piece of jewelry. My, I want to know no, if you were a nope, Super Bowl winner. No, because you are a Super Bowl winner. You're just not a. You're not. You're not. You're not a. You're, the way you're. The way you're putting it is you're putting it that he's the. You're loading the question. Right, you're loading it purposely. How am I loading the question? So, so when you ask, are you a Super Bowl? If somebody in the street came up to Carson Wentz and was like, "Yo, did you ever win the Super Bowl?" What was his What would his answer be? No? I bet you'd say no. Silliness. I bet you. He would I got a no. fucking. I guess I got a fucking tweet at Carson Wentz now, and <laughs> and fucking actually. Well, I, send I, him the clip, dude. I'll clip it. We'll we'll tweet him the whole clip. Because to me, he's a Super Bowl winner. No, he's so to you, he's not. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No, no, no. I'm saying so. If you're Carson Wentz, you'd say no. I don't think he. Yeah. No, no. If you're Carson Wentz, and I walk up to you and go, "Hey, Mr. Wentz, have you ever won the Super Bowl?" <laughs> what would you say? Well, I mean, you, you, how old are you now? Because you just made the voice like <laughs> you're, it, like you're a small young kid. Does, yeah, because a small kid, he would just be like, "Yeah, buddy, I did." All right. But if you fucking came up to him and said, "Hey, man, are you a Super Bowl winning quarterback?" He would probably say, no, unfortunately, I'm not. I don't think. I think you're choosing words wrong, is which Jared, is fine. Is Jared Lorenzen a Super Bowl winning quarterback? He is was, David Carr a Super Bowl winning quarterback? He's a champion. He's a, okay. But <laughs> he's a champion. So we're disagreeing on the words. That's great. He's a champion. All right. But you're so saying is, Super Bowl so winning quarterback. So is the guy who mopped the fucking toilets at MetLife Stadium in 2007. Uh, now dude. we're getting crazy. Uh, so now I'm going to tell Carson Wentz, you're comparing him to the guy that's mopping the toilets there. He might as there. well have been mopping the toilets, dude. Okay. All right. We got to bring Connor into this. Now Connor's got to be brought in. And we now Carson Wentz has to be brought in. Connor next week. Dude. Now, Con- now, now Carson Wentz has to be brought in. I don't know. I'll bring Nick Foles into it. You don't think Carson Wentz was in the quarterback room when, with Nick Foles during the playoffs? You think he was just like, ah, fuck you, dude. Dude, you're on your own. He didn't catch the fucking Philly special. Nah, he didn't. He didn't catch the Philly special. You're right. <laughs> look, look at Brian. Look he at Brian. Just quiet as a church mouse he over there. He didn't go. He don't want to get involved with this thing. He didn't go three straight games in the playoffs and fucking beat them all as a severe underdog, as a guy who hasn't taken a snaps, started fucking taking snaps in, what, week 14 that year? I think Nick Foles' Super uh, Super Bowl run is way more impressive than Carson Wentz's entire body of work. Wow. Yep, said it. All right. That's a statement. It's a fucking spicy (laughs) one. I'm going to end the show now because (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what else to say. We could talk about this for hours. I'm contacting Nick Foles. I'm contacting Carson Wentz. I'm contacting Connor. Who else? 
Terrell Owens. I feel like as far as our yeah, get Terrell our Owens. Eagles connections. That's about as far as it goes. It's about as far as the and the, the guy, the janitor, the head janitor of the Eagles that year. And fucking Doug Peterson. He's he's not no. doing nothing right now, right? No, fucking. He's not me. working. Is he working? I don't know. Coordinator so. somewhere. Whatever. He might be a coordinator. You, what do you, what do you think? Coach. What do you think? <sighs> or if you're Carson it's Wentz tough, and I come man. up to you, pick a side. You need to pick a side right no, now. No, no, no. Who do you listen, agree with? No, listen, yeah. listen, oh, no. no, listen. If I come up to you and say, "Hey, Mr. Wentz, mm-hmm. did you win the Super Bowl? Are you are are you a champion?" I would probably say no. That's. I would probably say no. But at the same time, I do get where you're coming from. You're still part of the team, but. Yeah, dude, that's like fucking being the 53rd guy on a high school team right, that, like, that wears the jersey to school on Friday, and then girls are like, oh, you're on the team? And he's like, yeah, I'm on the team. That's like, what position really do you play? And he goes, I'm on the team. He's comparing the worst kid on a high school team of a losing high school team. Let's just going to assume that Bro, they're not a good high school team. Bro, if you were a third-string offensive lineman... Oh, no, they won the championship. That's what he's saying. What? He's saying that they would have won the championship in oh, that on a, on, a, on a championship? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're comparing that to a if franchise were... quarterback who got hurt. Hurt himself. We all... When that play happened... Oh, he tore his own ACL? When that play happened, we all looked at, our, at each other and said, there's yeah. no reason to make that play. Right, but there it was wasn't, no it was, it wasn't his made. fault. He could have just been like, wow, that sucked. I get up, play well, runs. He, it's, it's he his wasn't fault like, in the sense that nobody else told him to dive head first into three attackers. <laughs> Sheesh. And I don't even like Carson Wentz. I don't know why I'm defending him so much. Oh, let's get like, CJ Everson, too. I, He's another Eagle guy. I like him. I'm I'm not, I don't love him. You know, I'm not like, he's not my guy, but uh, put some respect on it. No, he earned it. Earn your respect. Oh, he did, dude. He dove head first. He, didn't he? Bro, was he it Carson dove... Wentz MVP caliber? Yeah, he was. And what has happened since then? Oh, it's uh, not like he uh, tore what his What have ACL. you done for me lately? Hey, look, it's not like he tore his ACL and then Nick Foles came in, won the Super Bowl, and it was the Nick Foles show and Carson Wentz had to get out of town. Nick Foles was fucking shipped elsewhere. And Carson Wentz came back in and got the fucking job back. And two, three years later, he's out of fucking town because he can't deal with any backups behind him ever, dude. I mean, Nick Foles, like, besides the seven games of the playoffs and the the three games he took over, which I don't even know how good he statistically was, right? He might have just been good enough. I have to look that up. He's a career backup. One of the best backups to have. Wow. Wow. And Wentz is starting. After a torn ACL and all these injuries and co- completely collapsing in Philly. Okay, but Trevor Simeon or Nick Foles, who would you rather have? Neither, dude. No, no, no. Tre- Carson Wentz. No, no, no. I mean, because my point is he's the third string backup on Chicago right now. Who? Nick Foles? Nick Foles, yeah. yeah. My point is that there are at least four or five spots in the league today that I think Nick Foles is an upgrade over the guy there. He's an upgrade over anybody on the Jets. But especially between Mike White or Josh Johnson, he's an upgrade over Trevor Simeon. Oh well, okay, now you're just being silly. Of course, he's an well, upgrade I'm, over Mike White and Josh Johnson. Well, I'm talking. Well, he's is right he, now. Is he right up, now today? He's an upgrade over Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson is the. Is future. he an upgrade over? Right now, he's an upgrade over Justin Justin Fields. Yeah, but you can't fucking right now. Is he better right now? You'd rather have him than Carson Wentz right now in, in Indy. No. No. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we haven't lost the conversation. <laughs> no, but I think... I want to make sure we haven't lost No, you. but I think he might might be better off. Like, if they hadn't drafted Trey Lance, I think he would be better off than Jimmy Garoppolo right now. 
Okay. I think he would I, be better off than fine. Trevor Simeon right now. I think it would be better than anything going on in Miami. Lower upside than Tua, obviously. I think he's better than anything going on in Miami. Better than anything going on in Houston. If Houston was in the business of winning games, I think they would have made that trade for Nick Foles. But they're not. They're in the uh, okay. version of the NFL tank. Uh, my point is that just because he's a third string in the league right now, I think there's multiple spots where he would be an upgrade and a starter in the league today. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that if you took Carson Wentz off that team, he would also, all the teams you named, he'd also slide into the starting position on those teams. Like, the body of work of Carson Wentz's MVP season is better than Foles' seven games. More went into it than just Nick Foles catching lightning in a bottle for the championship. What was their record when Carson Wentz got hurt? That's the real question. I think they were 14-2. and two. No, I think they were 14-2 and two total that year. So, I guess they were 12-2 and two at that point? Yeah, probably. So, like... Carson got you there. Like, he got you there. Foles did what he had to do. That's like fucking people. That's like you. you oh, now we're going to really end the show now. But that's like you fucking Yankee fans. And I'm looking at you, but I know you're not a Yankee fan. But you fucking Yankee fans yeah, that are like, oh, A-Rod blew it in the playoffs. A-Rod blew the A-Rod got you there, dude. He's the reason why you were there. Oh, he struggled during the World Series? He hit fucking 40 home runs, almost 300, had 100 RBIs, and played gold glove. Third, because he wasn't allowed to play short because Derek Jeter was there. Take it easy with the captain, all right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then they're like, oh, he didn't show up for playoffs. Who got you to 12-2 and before fucking Foles was like, this is a pretty good situation. If I game manage this, I might win a (laughs) ring. Like, Fuck. We'll pull the numbers up and we will continue. We will. I was going to say, this is a good We, we can continue for next this week. debate next week. As always, brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. De Niro, and Stay Thirsty Company. Got anything else? Jack? We just, we just took over. They're gone. Yeah. They're, they're, it, got, it got fired. Yeah, you guys got, sure. you guys, you guys took the energy. No. Yeah, every once in a while, you need one of those. Hey, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Peace out. Peace.